Shut up and sit down. What's up, guys? Welcome to the podcast. Uh, episode 16 coming at you today on the 5th of March, 2018. The Beast from the East uh, snowstorm has finally cleared the skies uh, over the island, and it looks like we're getting getting nudged into spring, let's put it that way. Uh, a little bit warmer out there today. Still wet. Be careful. Uh, but the skies are looking a little better. And, uh, and everything is looking a little bit more seasonal um, now that those clouds seem to have gone. So fingers crossed it's gone, and finger, fingers crossed it doesn't come back anytime soon, because uh, this island's not made for that kind of weather, and, uh, and it just turns people out. So um, listen, guys, today is a bit of a different one, because uh, I, I felt compelled to come on here, and what I'm feeling like is that this this show could easily morph into a daily uh, daily podcast, without a doubt. Um, the amount of the amount of subject matter that is out there that needs commenting on needs some sort of accountability thrown at it. And again, I'm not trying to be you know judge, jury, and executioner over here, but everything seems to be running amok and. I wish I came on here to be like, hey, guess what I did today? I saw, you know, I saw all these people helping other people and all these people being kind to other people and all these people being collaborative and and, and talking about unity and talking about, you know, collectiveness and, and coming together as a as a cohesive society and, 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 you know, putting our differences aside and not being divisive for the sake of being devices, divisive. You know, things are looking rosy, guys. We, we finally passed it. We finally, you know, we finally crested that wave, and we're on the, um, you know, we're on the downslope of this thing now, and we're and we're and we're bringing it home. We're bringing it into shore, and you know, I wish I could report on those things. I wish I could come out here and say everything is sunshine and rainbows now, guys. We got nothing else to to talk about in terms of you know holding people accountable and 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 talking about the nonsense that is just infiltrating our daily existence, which is causing us to just become the most ludicrous version of ourselves that I've seen uh, to date. And what compelled me to come on today, I was going to give it a couple of days to kind of chill out, maybe do a recap on the UFC event that uh, that we broke down last, last show. Um, oh, which reminds me, uh, I, I do have to make a correction from that last show because I said Mackenzie Dern lost to Gabby Garcia and um, and she beat Gabby Garcia. And Gabby Garcia is the is the monster of a woman that's like 230 pounds and outweighs her by like 100 pounds basically. And, and she still won. So I just wanted to correct that uh, because she fought on the weekend, got a hard fought win um, against a really good Ashley Yoder um, who had some, some pretty decent stand-up. Um, and it showed, you know, that Mackenzie has a lot of work to do in the MMA game, but has a lot of grit, a lot of heart, a lot of um, a lot of resiliency. Because um, she was she was up against it for a minute, but you could see the pedigree as soon as she got Ashley on the ground. But um, today's not a recap on on that event. Um, and you know, for all intents and purposes, the uh, predictions I think on the last show were actually pretty good. Um, but again, I'll have to look at it in detail. Uh, to, to kind of to kind of see where we were at with that. However, today's show is not about that. Okay, 
today's show is is about something that needs addressing. It needs addressing and it needs it needs calling out and specifically the publications that are doing it and the people who are working for those publications that are doing it as well. And I know I've said on previous podcasts, right, when we've talked about the school shootings and and things like that, that we don't want to call those people out specifically, right? We don't want to we won't we don't want to flash the spotlight on those people to give them the notoriety that potentially that they were uh, craving in the first place and using, you know, massacre and destruction and harm and fear and chaos to create that notoriety. I'm wholeheartedly behind that, that we don't, we don't shine a light on those people because that's effectively what they want. Right. Um, and not in every case, but certainly in some, they're looking for, I haven't had any attention, so I'm going to get some attention. <clears throat> now, on that side of things, I don't think, I think the worst thing you can do is actually put a put a name with the face and present that um, because it says to other people, if I do this, I'm going to get my face on the news, I'm going to become primetime news, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be in the spotlight, even if momentarily. Now, on the flip side of that, I think there is absolutely a cause and a case for calling people out um, that are, that are, and I'm going to put this in very, very loose quotations, uh, credible media personalities, credible journalists, credible writers. Um, credible is the thing that's going in the big quotations here because anybody can be a broadcaster, anybody can be a writer, um, and almost anybody can be a journalist. But the thing that separates the good from the bad, the strong from the weak, and the and the folks that are doing this as a honorable profession to report, you know, facts and not just conflate things, not just work off of momentum that is ultimately divisive for us there's really two separate spectrums here in my opinion there's some real quality journalism out there there's some real quality broadcasters out there that do nothing but unbiasedly bring you facts and and that pool of content is shrinking every day hence why i wanted to come out and do this show but on the other side the the side of growing um programs growing Twitter feeds, growing personalities, all of that, that are just there to basically conflate, clickbait, and get you to take an action on their content for monetary purposes is growing. And I think the people that are doing it um, with divisiveness or um, what do you want to call it? Virtual vir- virtue signaling or, you know, convenient outrage signaling or people who are just trying to be on the side of the of the kind of fad or you know in style on vogue type of movement of the day make me fucking sick and i'm going to call a few of you fucking assholes out today okay because um specifically the oscars were on last night i don't watch them because they're a bunch of self congratulatory 
a bunch of self-congratulatory fucking attention-seeking weirdos, okay? Talk about an incestuous, disgusting community, you know, Hollywood's right up there with them. And the way we're going with this right now is towards um, something that um, that I saw from Mashable, okay? Now, I'm going to call a few people out on this because you need to be called out. Um, one, the publication Mashable. Started out by a guy called Pete Cashmore, okay? Pete Cashmore was looked at as one of these innovators in the in the kind of internet bubble market and, you know, brought this, this kind of tech-focused... Uh, cool kind of website to people that would, you know, do reviews on sort of, um, you know, tech and and, um, and electronics and, and, and kind of, you know, they crept into entertainment, right? Well, now, now they're just a liberal fucking ultimately how progressive can we be, you know, push it towards any social movement that seems like we're the most... Um, diverse and equal represented media company in the fucking world and it's gross and I'm going to give you a real example and I'm calling you fuckers out on it as well because you make me sick okay so last night were the Oscars winner of the best documentary short was Kobe Bryant and um, and uh, his co-producer I believe it was uh, let me just get his name because I want to give everybody the shout outs here. Glenn Keane, right? So Kobe Bryant and Glenn Keane won the Oscar for best documentary short for Dear Basketball, animated uh, sh uh, documentary short about, you know, what basketball's done for Kobe, what it means to him, da 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 da. It's a beautiful piece of work. It's fantastic. I don't know who, was, who else was in the category with him. Um, so I can't do a compare for compare. I can't do a like for like comparison on the content. And anyways, all of this shit is completely subjective anyways. So if you didn't like it or if you loved it, it doesn't really matter. And it certainly doesn't matter in the tone of, of why I've brought it up. What does matter is the tone in which publications with millions and millions of subscribers get fed their news. Okay. So here's the fucking article headline when, okay, so... Hollywood Reporter, uh, NBA, um, Sports Center, ESPN, all of these outlets, right? All these different outlets. And yes, some of them are sport related. <coughs> but point being, this was a singular example of how Mashable are now a completely discredited website, in my opinion, a discredited media outlet, in my opinion. And I'm unfollowing them on every social media except for the podcast one because I want to keep an eye on them so I can fucking call them out when they do stupid shit like this. So, let's take this into context. Kobe's the first professional athlete, active or retired, to win an Oscar. This is the first basketball-related documentary to win an Oscar. And Kobe, as a leader of business, kind of icon in, in sport, transitioning post-career with some of his other endeavors, 
to get the accolades from an industry that has nothing to do with should be celebrated, right? African-American man doing great post-sports career where 70% of these athletes are broke within five years. You know, you've got this guy who's holding up his family, holding up his community and doing great creative work like this. But no, what Mashable want to focus on is back in 2003 when Kobe had to go to court um, because he was accused of sexual misconduct with a front desk receptionist at a hotel in Colorado. And instead of focusing on any of the other stuff that I just said about his accomplishments, about the, the nature of this victory, the significance of this victory, and how that continues to uh, condense the space between uh you know, the, the, the equality and the diversity of Hollywood filmmaking and, and how those accolades are, are distributed out and recognized, instead of focusing on all the positives around what, what this win for, for Kobe and the Dear Basketball documentary short uh, produced, this is the headline. And I'm just going to click on it. Accused rapist... Kobe Bryant just won an Oscar and yup, people are pissed. That's verbatim, 100% verbatim from their entertainment page from, well, it's got to be today, right? It's got to be, it's got to be today or tomorrow or to, to today or yesterday, I should say. Um, so I'm just looking in here. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go ahead and uh, yeah yeah I'm gonna go ahead and just say that that was done uh, either today or yesterday because the Oscars were yesterday so it can't be outside of that timeline right so again the headline is accused rapist Kobe Bryant just won an Oscar and yup people are pissed. And then the subtitle or the subcontext, the subheading is Kobe won and we all lost. Okay. So I'm just going to click out of the page. So bear with me, click out of the page because it's clearly a clickbait, uh, bullshit article. And you can tell by the littering of uh, the littering of advertising placements, the massive, um, autoplay video player down below which again just goes towards a tech company not getting it moving out of their lane and uh and completely selling out for clickbait for ad revenue and for um and for page impressions that's all this is right this is garbage because the content around the article is equally as garbage and here we go so the guy that wrote it you got to check this prick out on fucking twitter because i've had a look and it's a joke um, so the guy who wrote the article is a guy called Kellen Beck, K-E-L-L-E-N Beck, B-E-C-K. All right. And you can find him on Twitter at Kellen Beck, exactly how I just spelt it. And if you're having any trouble... It's a guy with a VR headset staring into the corner of a room that is uh, that is all green. Okay? Now, his profile says, 
Green Eyes and Thick Thighs, Games and Entertainment journey, Journalologist at Mashable, Brooklyn, right? So I just went and looked because, you know, I don't like to prejudge anybody. I got to I got to have a look at this before I before I make a before I come on and and, and produce a podcast like this, right? So just having a look, quick scroll, post two from 18 hours ago says four more baby and it's a picture of now that's what I call music 65 right so he's he's a top level journalist again in quotations working for one of the top tech and entertainment publications in the world website in the world and the content on his Twitter page is he can't wait for a mixtape to have four more albums come out so he can celebrate the fact that it says 69 on it like he's some fucking pre-adolescent uh kid who's never been touched or seen a naked girl before gonna keep going right handsome actor reveals himself to be a complete moron huh? uh in brackets breaking Nothing says I love sports like wearing a t-shirt with a sports team on it. I don't care about teens. Please stop telling me what teens think. This next song goes out to all the podcasts that I'm subscribed to but haven't listened to in months. Ne and then the next one, never at mention me. I mean, what are we talking about here? This guy's supposed to be a gaming enthusiast, a, a gaming journalist. Who the fuck told you to write anything about the Me Too movement, about social equality, about, about standards, and about investigative journalism, right? Because you got the balls to sit there and write a fucking scathing headline like that that basically pigeonholes one of the greatest athletes and boundary breakers of the last arguably 25 years down to a moniker of accused rapist. Hey, hey, hey. Who the fuck do you think you are, Kellen? Right? And I'm calling you out. I'm going to post this on Twitter and I'm going to call you out for it. And if you want to fucking have a go back and forth, be my guest. Okay? Because I imagine you're the type that's going to go right to Twitter and report me for bullying. All right? Now I'm talking directly to you because I've read the article that you've written in quotations about it, linking out to other websites that are clearly uh, just biased about. You know, this Me Too slant that you want to take and the fact that something that happened uh, 2003, mm, what are we talking about here? Because I think if you remember, there were no charges brought against Kobe. They were dropped. And they were dropped by the girl. Now you're going to come back at me and throw it in my face that, oh, well, she couldn't handle the media scrutiny. She couldn't handle, you know, all the attention. Well, she could handle it good and well to make an accusation where she was trying to get paid off. Bloody underwear is quoted in the article. She came out five minutes later with bloody underwear. Are you fucking kidding me? Have you checked the timeline on this? Have you checked the fact that he's gotten completely exonerated of this? Are we forgetting that this was 
20 years ago? Are we forgetting the fact that his wife has forgiven him? He's moved on. He continues to grow his family. He continues to do great work in the community. He continues to do great work around the world. He's creating great art. He's producing a great life for him and his family and a legacy after basketball. And you want to reduce him down to two words that kill his credibility by accusation. What if I said, Kellen Beck, I'm accusing you of being a pedophile. I think you've got child pornography on your fucking laptop. How about that? Wild accusations, right? Because without a guilty verdict, we're not guilty. And when something's been done 20 years ago, maybe that's where it needs to stay. And maybe we're not defined by past allegations. Right? Because he's never denied fucking this girl or fucking around with this girl. But you want to park him in this rape category with the likes of fucking Harvey Weinstein who have systemically abused, manipulated, controlled women for decades? You want to put him in the same category as that to try to get some fucking clicks, you fucking homo? Go at me for that. Go at me for that and I'm going to call you a pussy to your face because I'm sick and tired of people just lumping things in to this movement. Lumping things into me too. Time's up. And then what makes it even worse is how he justifies it. Twitter was a storm. Twitter was a blaze. Twitter was fired up. Let me see. Left a sour taste in many people's mouth with Kobe's win Sunday night, considering the former professional basketball player was accused of rape. Terrible always, and particularly not a great look given the current climate of Hollywood and the Time's Up movement fighting back against men who are accused of sexual assault and harassment. The 19-year-old accused Brian of rape in 2003 after he invited her to his hotel room and she left five minutes later disheveled and with blood on her underwear via Think Progress website. Understandably, people took to Twitter to express their thoughts on the man winning an Oscar in the midst of the time up and the hashtag Me Too movement. So here's a couple. This is how ablaze Twitter was with this fury and condemnation of Kobe winning an Oscar. Diane Swartz, and I'm going to do my fucking research on every single one of you people. And if I find out that you've got a real vested interest in the hardcore progressive feminist movement, or you're just out there to bully people into what you consider going away from toxic masculinity, I'm fucking coming after you too. And if you want to come back at me, then let's get ready for it because I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about being nice to you. I don't be, I don't give a shit about being politically correct with you. I'm going to attack you you and I'm going to keep coming at you and I'm not a troll you're the fucking trolls because you're basing your whole existence around this fucking movement that if you actually stood up and did something rather than being keyboard warriors and backseat drivers and reactionist pussies maybe something would have been done about it before this 
Stop piggybacking on the strength of others like you're some courageous fucking warrior. And now you've got the you've got the balls to say what? Diane Swartz. At Diane Swartz with a whole bunch of fucking Z's on the end. Oh, so we're all just ignoring the whole Kobe rape accusation thing, I guess, huh? Sent at 2.43 a.m. yesterday. Ignoring the whole Kobe rape accusation thing, Diane? Or Dana? What's her fucking name? Dana Schwartz. Not Diane. Dana Schwartz. Sorry, don't go to Diane Schwartz if there is a page out there with her. Go to Dana Schwartz page and check her out. She's still got a whole bunch of Zs on the back of her name. So we're all just dot, dot, dot. Ignoring the whole Kobe rape accusation thing, I guess? Huh? Huh? Diane, how fucking old are you? Let me click under your profile real quick. Let's see how old you are. You're verified. Let's check it out. Yeah, you look about 25. So how old were you when this happened? Maybe you should go back and check the fact that this went through court proceedings. Nobody forgot about it. It got dealt with. The woman who accused Kobe of raping her had multiple sexual partners over the course of consecutive days. So can we call into question um, that kind of behavior before we just lump rape onto a guy and try to ruin his fucking life 20 years after the thing happened? All right. Just looking at uh, DanaSwartz.com, Dana Swartz is a, co a correspondent. She's also an author of And We're Off and Choose Your Own Disaster. <laughs> Looks like a right shithead too. I'm not playing with you fucking people anymore. I'm not playing with you people anymore. If you make these stupid fucking claims, I'm calling you out by name and you can come back at me if you want to because no matter how dumb, how insensitive or how off kilter or out of touch with the current climate of conversation, my sentiments are, I fucking stand by them. So come at me if you want to. Next, Amina Tao Sal. Amina Tao Sal. People say that rape allegations will ruin a man's life, but here is Kobe winning an Oscar in front of my own eyes. Again, see the previous statement. Let's go to their profile and have a look at them. A Minotau Sal, another verified account. Twitter loves verifying these fucking assholes. <coughs> Let's have a look. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Amina Tao Sao at A-M-I-N-A-T-O-U. Her profile, I'm guessing it's a female. Huh, beautiful, beautiful. Her profile, her bio, just trying to make Oprah proud. I mean, do we have to go any further with this fucking person? Okay, let's go. She's got a pinned tweet of a Sesame Street character uh, puppet with a drink standing by a Christmas tree with rollers in her hair. Ah, very funny. And then jumping on the um, 
jumping on the uh, the phrase or the um, the uh, moniker of the day is Inclusion Rider. And of course, she's got a picture of Meryl Streep with the word Inclusion Rider written across it because, you know, Meryl Streep's just... She's just a patsy for Hollywood, and she's just, you know, somebody who's made a living uh, doing Woody, uh, Woody Allen movies and, and ignoring the fact that he's a rapist and a, and, and a, and a pedophile and, and all of this, right, Amina Tao? Has Jennifer Lawrence ever been in a good movie? Emoji with the fucking hands up, like questioning, uh, rubbing the chin. Can Common only communicate via spoken word? Fashion Twitter. Who is Maya Rudolph wearing? I need it. Maya and Tiffany should host next year. That This is a no-brainer. I don't watch the Oscars to see regular people bring movie stars back. People say that rape allegations will ruin a man's life, but here's Kobe winning an Oscar in front of my own eyes. Can you imagine Marshalla presenting any kind of award? Like... Who the fuck is this person? And what makes them relevant as a voice to have featured on Mashable? To hold Kobe Bryant accountable after he's already gone through the process fucking 18 years ago. Let's keep going because this is hilarious. Back to the article. Next one. Caroline Framke or Framke at Caroline C-A-R-O-L-I-N-E-F-R-A-M for mother K-E is the next one. Hollywood. Time's up, right? So this is how they've written it. She's written Hollywood as in Hollywood saying this. So Hollywood colon Time's up in capital letters. Also Hollywood underneath. See how she's being like split personality? See how she's playing like the whole like, oh, we think we mean this, but we actually mean this. So Hollywood, time's up. Also Hollywood, congratulations to Oscar winner Kobe Bryant. So what? What are you trying to prove, Caroline? And I'm just going to say up front, well, not up front, but right in the fucking middle of it. I'm just going to say, right, you guys are responsible for the content that you put out on Twitter, on social media. And if you get called out for that, that's on you, right? You should have a bit more individuality. You should have a bit more common sense. And you should know that this is not a sounding board for you to go unchecked on. If you put bullshit in the media... Check my fucking, check my profile. I don't care who it is. I'll go at every corporation I can. I'll go at Donald Trump if I want to. I'm going to go at anybody that I think is putting out bullshit that people need to be held accountable for. Okay? So I'm just going to run through if you're listening, Caroline, because all of you fucking people are getting tagged in this, all right? I'm just going to go back through to Caroline Framke's profile on Twitter, okay? So she's on writing about TV and or pop culture at Vox.com, drinking seltzer in the shadows. Ooh, edgy. Good job, Caroline. Don't drink that seltzer in the sunshine. You might get your vampire skin fucking sunburned. 
Right, here we go. Her pin tweet at the point where I'm just a sentient, heavy sigh. Whew. Deep. Deep. Getting me there. Let's have a look. Any writer who didn't immediately sprint out of that auditorium to write Francis McDormand, spelt it wrong, and Chloe Kim, a buddy comedy, is worth nothing. Tried to do capitals, fucked that up too, right? This montage has so many good things in it, but there's also so many things that might actually be about nothing. Hashtag Oscars. Replying to a tweet, ugh, when Jimmy Kimmel said they had a six-foot sub, I hoped he meant Army Hammer, hashtag Oscars. Okay, cool, time for me to die. Later was Caroline's response. Who the fuck are these people? Yeah, you can make an off-the-cuff comment about another guy's life to try to slag him through the fucking mud, Caroline? How about a bit of decorum? because you also look about 20 years old. So the chances are that you weren't even fucking around or your mom was still wiping your ass when all of this shit happened, right? It's like reading the fucking Bible a thousand years after it was written it was like, yeah, that seems pretty right on to me. You don't know what you're talking about. You have no context. You were not there. I wasn't there but I know how the shit played out. Let's keep going. Because nine and a half thousand people follow Caroline and 161,000 people follow that Aminon Shu fucking person that I just uh, tagged before. Let's keep going because I think there's like one or two more. Oh, here we go. Right, so the next one is a guy called Todd Vanderwerf, right? At T-V-O-T-I, at T-V-O-T-I, which is Todd Vanderwerf, Vanderwerf. His tweet was, on Saturday night, Hollywood sent a powerful message that time was up. On Kobe's Oscarless years. Let's go to his profile and see what kind of bullshit this fucking idiot's putting out. Oh, another Vox.com guy. Another Vox.com guy. Fuck, I liked Vox up until about 25 minutes ago. Critic at large at Vox.com, formerly of the AV Club, wants a con wants it once a contributor to the LA Times Grantland, married to the internet, DMs are open. Hey, 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 change your fucking bio, right? He's got 45 and a half thousand followers. And I'm not throwing shade at these people just to throw shade at these people. I'm throwing shade at these people because what once was a reputable publisher in Mashable is now a clickbait cesspool no different than e-entertainment news. And if they pull you in because of your commentary, I'm sorry, but collateral damages, you're getting fucking called out too. And the pinned tweet that this Todd guy has, 
kind of goes towards why I am doing this episode today, which is really fucking hilarious, right? Because, right, let's have a look at it. His pinned tweet says, this Facebook comment is a perfect summation of the internet in two sentences, right? And the comment is, oh, I didn't read it. I have my own opinions about the matter. That is exactly what is going on here with this whole Kobe bullshit, right? Oh, I didn't read it because if you read anything to do with the case, anything to do with how it concluded, you would understand that this is wrapped up and done, okay? This was a single issue and we know now, right, if there's any momentum or steam behind accusations against the person, they're going to come fucking flooding out, right? The, the, the floodgates on this bullshit now are up and they're open. So if there's even a sniff of, look what they did to Aziz. Look what they did to Aziz. He was in a committed or at least a very consensual sexual relationship and his girlfriend who ex-girlfriend, but the girl who he was dating at the time came out against him and they tried to shit on him for that. So I got to put a plug in this, man, because when the fucking floodgates are open to such a degree where a site like Mashable would just aggregate a couple of comments and say that the whole internet was on fucking on fire about this, it's not true, right? So I'm not mad at the fact that four or five people uh, you know, 10, 20 people, whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't care that they voiced an opinion <clears throat> that may be different than mine. Mine is about the bigger entity. And I'm calling you individuals out because you got pulled into this. And maybe it'll make you think about how you distribute content or how you voice content or how you think about voicing content. And maybe give it a little bit more consideration the next time you... Just start flapping your mouth about something that happened so long ago and that was resolved and where a man was actually let off. There was no charges. He wasn't convicted. Right? This is not Michael Vick. Right? So come on now. So the funny thing is, one of the guys got pulled into this, this Todd... Vanderverse, uh, Vanderworth, Worf, sorry mate, um, has a pinned tweet that goes towards exactly why this is absurd and the way Mashable have aggregated this content is absurd. Because going back to Kellen Beck, who I got the real fucking problem with, is stay in your lane. Right? I'm going to say it again. Stay in your fucking lane. You're a video game writer? Write about video games. If you're an investigative journalist and you've got new evidence that could reinforce or solidify something around him being guilty, I want to hear all about it. Right? He's not an accused rapist. He is an exonerated person who was accused of sexual misconduct by a woman that dropped the charges. So if you're going to call something, call it right. 
And don't use clickbait because you're a disgusting piece of shit for using that sort of rhetoric to get people to click on an article to get some fucking ad revenue, some fucking likes, or some fucking shares. And you should be ashamed of yourself. And I'm going to say it again, Kellen Beck, if you want to come at me or retort or respond or refute anything that I'm saying, then come on. Otherwise, keep writing about Halo or VR and Oculus Rift or fucking Nintendo or Pokemon Go and stay off the investigative journalist shit. Because you make yourself look stupid and you discredit yourself. So I don't mean stay in your lane as in don't talk about anything else, you know, full stop. But if you're going to make a fucking claim and if you're going to do some clickbait bullshit like you've just done, expect to be called out. Because the only thing that I want to say to you is that the, the Oscar for the biggest cunt of the day goes to Kellen Beck. I mean, look at you. Your fucking profile picture says it all. You fucking halfwit. Entertainment reporter at Mashable, video game lover, horse hater, follow me on Twitter, suck my dick. Kellen Beck, fucking waste of space. I didn't want to get wound up like this today, but I'm so sick and tired of this bullshit, of this ultra progressive, I'm, a, it, it's like I said before, if I'm not oppressing somebody, then I must have, to, I must be the oppressed. There's no in-between, right? Kobe can't be a winner. He's an oppressor. Right? He's not somebody that redeemed himself over stepping out and cheating on his wife. No. He's an accused rapist who has no business making film or being congratulated or rewarded for his fantastic creative efforts. No, he's a rapist. Bury him alive up to the fucking neck and let's stone him to death. No, you don't want that sort of retribution. Then why the fuck are you writing it in the first place? So you can aggregate a couple of Twitter um, comments and make yourself seem justified in the clickbait bullshit that you're putting through. Not having it. Not having it. So I'm going to tag you, Kellen, in this when I put it up on social media. And I've got no followers. I got no followers, but I don't give a fuck because I'm talking to you. I'm not talking to the universe. I'm not talking to the Twitterverse. I'm not talking to people in my community. I'm not talking to people who are attached to my social following in any way, shape, or form. I'm talking to you. And I'm talking to the people at Mashable that make a living and any other media outlet out there that makes a living off of clickbait headlines. It's over. This shit has to stop. Because you're doing nothing but trying to drive us apart continuously for the sake of your fucking hashtags and your clicks, likes, and engagement figures. That's it. You've got no credibility. I've just looked at your social profiles. You don't stand for anything. And if you do stand for something, then how about speak on your philosophy? Because the shit that I'm seeing from you in that writing, you should have you pressed control A 
and backspace and deleted the whole fucking thing and never pressed send. Because it's a joke. It's a joke. Right? So let's look at it. Again. Eight hours ago. Now, the one that fucking pisses me off the most, I'm going to give Margaret Lyons a pass. Margin charge. At margin charge, if you're interested. Because she was like, so, uh, time's not really up, huh? Time's not really up, huh? Time's not really up, huh? Man. Grow the fuck up. You have no you have no idea what real hardship is. And if you want to do some journalism and you want to do something with journalistic integrity and you want to show something about the real problem around some of this Me Too movement and some of this Time's Up movement, why don't you go out and find the women that actually swallowed Harvey Weinstein's cock to get the roles that made them famous? How come no, nobody's doing that expose? The women that... The women that said yes. Right? Something empowered this fat piece of shit to be able to do this. But nobody wants to look into the powerful women of Hollywood that have made their living off of getting shortlisted by saying, you know what? I don't mind if this fat fuck comes out in a robe. I'll suck his dick. I'll jerk him off. I'll let him run around and fucking jerk off into a plant while I watch. Laugh it off so I get that movie, that next movie script, that next movie role. I'll do that. Go find those fucking people because they're the ones that embolden this fat fuck to go ahead and keep doing it. And then start to search like a predator for the ones that were ultimately so vulnerable because we know that actors are just people that really don't have a tremendous amount of self-confidence and like to play pretend. Like to play makeup. Right? Ah, Mashable, thanks very much for your autoplay adverts in the background, by the way. On the clickbait article. But back to what I was saying, the one that really fucks me off is by a woman called Sarah Sterling. And I don't know who she is. And because Mashable's so full of adverts, the page doesn't load correctly, so I actually can't click on her profile. But I will do, and I'll feed back. I love Glenn Keane. This is her tweet from last night. I love Glenn Keane, but Kobe is a racist. Oops. No, Kobe isn't a racist. No, Sarah Sterling, Kobe isn't a racist. So let's go ahead and have a quick look on your profile, right? Since you're so keen, let's have a look, Sarah Sterling. Oh, yes, yes. So she loves Glenn Keane, but Kobe's a racist or a rapist. Kobe's racist. Kobe's a rapist. Oops.
right? So Sarah Sterling, at Sarah Sterling, just how it sounds with a little nice little underscore on the end of it, right? So Sarah Sterling looking fantastic in her profile picture. Um, 16 and a half thousand followers. Fantastic, right? So her profile. <laughs> she was born in 1991, by the way, yeah? So she's 25. So she was about, what was she? 12. She was 12 when this was all happening. Okay, so Sarah Sterling is a YouTuber. She's a Disneyland enthusiast and a Hufflepuff. Business inquiries, sarah.g.sterling at gmail.com. Blow it up, guys. Blow it the fuck up, right? So, Sarah Sterling retweeted, guess time isn't up for Gary either. <laughs> you see what they're doing there? They're playing on the Time's Up movement, but uh, but Gary Oldman won, so I guess time's not up for him either because he can still keep acting and doing great roles. Um, but Kobe's a racist. But I really like Glenn Keane, but Kobe's a race, uh, rapist. Um, so Sarah Sterling. Oscars bring up the worst in me, and I'm very aware of it. Crying, laughing emoji, right? So she can make a claim like Kobe is a rapist, Right, but a couple minutes later, it brings up the worst thing, and I know it. <laughs> I'm dying laughing about it. I've literally never. Uh, this is fucking brilliant. These are the, these are the people that we're dealing with, right? These are the people that we're dealing with. And again, sorry for the music. That's Mashable. Right, when you have autoplay video adverts. You fucking loser. And all you're doing is trying to get people to click on your sites, on your links, so you can generate ad revenue. Guys who go to Mashable, you're being used as a commodity. They don't give a fuck about the content they serve you, or they'd have a bit more credibility and a bit more integrity in the content they, that they put out. And they wouldn't be doing clickbait bullshit like they're doing right now, and I wouldn't be doing a fucking podcast about it, right? So couple more tweets from the, the lovely Sarah Sterling, YouTuber, Disneyland enthusiast, and Hufflepuff. I, I've literally never been so relieved in my whole life. Bless Coco. Why? Why? Because Coco won best song at the Oscars last night. And Sarah Sterling, who finds it appropriate on one hand to call Kobe a rapist, so all of her 16,000 followers can hear about it. Also, the fact that she got that off her chest didn't make her as, as relieved as an animated film winning an Oscar for best song. Because she's literally, eight hours ago, she's literally never been so relieved in her whole life Because Coco wins best song. And then the, the gif after that is a character I'm presuming from Coco with the uh, subtitle Justice. And the woman's throwing a fist pump up. Right? So, a couple more tweets from Sarah Sterling. 
This, so the This Is Me dancers dancing on top of the marigold petals still on the ground is disrespectful. I will only accept my meals in the form of a sandwich being presented to me by Guillermo del Toro and Lin-Manuel Lin Miranda. She's so witty, guys. She's so witty. Sorry, but Lady Bird was just dot, 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 very white. What the fuck are you talking about? Do you see what I'm talking about here, guys? Like, just going down her fucking profile. Be careful who you listen to, guys. Be careful who you read, what you take in as opinion. My advice, guys, step outside of your echo chamber. Step outside of the things that you normally consume and look at what else is going on in the world. Because Twitter is not on fire about this Kobe winning an Oscar for best documentary short. It's not. Five people who have nothing else better to do and one pussy-ass writer at Mashable who is just his targeted. He is targeted. The point of his job is to get clicks, likes, shares, and views for the simple reason of generating ad revenue on that site. If his content doesn't generate ad revenue, clicks, likes, shares, engagements of any kind, he will not work for that publication anymore. Because the only value he has to that website, because, I mean, I've just read you his article and I can read it again, just to show you the height of this guy's in intelligence. The, um, the economy of his vocabulary. Let's look at it. And if one of these cocksucking ads plays again, just bear with me, guys. I'll shut it off as soon as I possibly can. So I'm going to read it to you one more time because I really want you to understand how shit this guy is, how shit his writing is, and how only focused on the clickbait headline he is. And the reason for that is to just generate ad revenue because their only fucking point of running this whole thing is to make you a commodity to brands. That's it. How much money can we make per user? And they'll have all of these metrics, guys. Per click, what are our users worth to us? Okay, so I'm gonna read you this article one more time. It'll take me 30 seconds. I'm gonna read all of the tweets. I'm gonna give you all of the handles on Twitter again. And then we're going to put this episode to bed because I expected this episode to be 30 minutes long and we're almost at an hour. But I'm going to call all of these pieces of shit out again. And then I'm going to put this motherfucker up on Twitter and I'm going to wait. With my hands rubbing together in anticipation of what these fucking pussies come back with. 
Okay, so let's go through it real quick and then we'll bounce. So the article, which was posted eight hours ago, headline, accused rapist, Kobe Bryant just won an Oscar and yup, people are pissed. Former basketball player and accused rapist, Kobe Bryant won an Oscar. That's the image from Getty Images that they've put a slug line over. So well done, Getty, for just giving your fucking content out to any old dickhead. And I know they spend a ton on image uh, licenses a month, but yeah, you can get it too. Sorry, nine hours ago. So, accused rapist Kobe Bryant just won an Oscar and yup, people are pissed. By Kellen Beck. Kobe has now... Kobe now has an Oscar thanks to everyone who voted for Dear Basketball to win the Academy Award for Best Animated Short. The short is narrated by Bryant and describes his love for the game per deadline. Bryant, who won along with Glenn Keane, left a sour taste in many people's mouths with his win on Sunday night. Considering the former basketball player was accused of rape, terrible always, and particularly not a great look given the current climate of Hollywood and the Time's Up movement fighting back against men who are accused of sexual assault and harassment. A 19-year-old accused Brian of rape in 2003 after he invited her to his hotel room and she left five minutes later, disheveled and with blood on her underwear, in brackets, via Think Progress. And there's a link to that website. Understandably, people took to Twitter to express their thoughts on the man winning an Oscar in the midst of the Time's Up and Me Too movements. Dana Schwartz. So, we're all just dot, 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 ignoring the whole Kobe rape accusation thing, I guess, huh? Huh? Amina Sal At Amina Tu. A-M-I-N-A-T-O-U. People say that rape allegations will ruin a man's life, but here's Kobe winning an Oscar in front of my own eyes. Caroline Frank. Frampke. At Caroline Frampke. Hollywood. Time's up. Also Hollywood. Congratulations to Oscar winner Kobe Bryant. Todd Vanderverse. Vanderverf. On Sunday night, Hollywood sent a powerful message that time was up. On Kobe's Oscarless years, Margaret Lyons. So, dot, 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 time's not really up, huh? And finally, I love Glenn Keane, but Kobe is a racist. Oops. At Sarah Sterling with an underscore on the end. And the whole article wraps up with, yup, this is bad. Hey, Kellen. Hey, Kellen. Fuck you, you fucking pussy. Fuck you and your stupid fucking clickbait articles. Fuck you with your bullshit writing skills. Fuck you with aggregating five tweets like that's what the that's what the actual sentiment is of the community with everybody invested and everybody giving zero thought to this. You, my friend, are what's wrong with these movements. You are what is going to be the downfall of these movements. I love the Me Too movement. I love the Time's Up movement. I think equality across the board 
is only a beautiful thing. But let me be very clear on something. I am an equality of opportunity person. I am not, under any circumstances, an equality of outcome person. Okay? What you're doing does nothing to support the Time's Up or the Me Too movement. What your efforts there do is make it a joke. Because any sensible thinking, rational thinking person will see right through what you're doing, which is effectively already what I've outlined. You're creating a clickbait headline so people will will, will, will hit on the link, that will come to your page, that will, sh- will, will look to say, oh my God, I gotta see how much the internet's on fire about this thing. You'll scroll down, you'll read five, bullshit tweets from people who clearly have an angle on this subject matter. You'll give nothing but links to other people's content because you've actually done nothing about this yourself in terms of research or investigation. But you just want to lump accused rapist on Kobe and say, yup, this is bad. What's bad? Is Kobe running around LA raping chicks? Is Kobe this vicious, violent individual? That's a menace to society? What is the point of putting accused rapist on there? When you can find five tweets and maybe you can find 10, maybe you can find 20. I don't know. But what you make seem like the majority of conversation is not. It is a minuscule part of what's actually going on. And when you bring things like this to the surface without any actual credible or substantial information, evidence, anything new that supports what you're saying, other than the fact that a girl who worked at a hotel desk that went to Kobe's room, who Kobe clearly admits he had sex or fucked around with, who then didn't bring the charges against him because she couldn't handle the media pressure, who had three different guys' semen in those bloody underwear. You do none of that. You don't give any context behind it. You just put out accused rapist. Well, you, Kellen Beck, are a fucking piece of shit. Again, I'm going to tag you in this so you get it on Twitter, and then I want to hear what you've got to say back. Because to me, you're a fucking joke. You're a fucking joke. Mashable is a fucking joke for having you on staff, for allowing you to write such garbage, and they're fucking garbage for putting it out and for publishing it for literally no other reason than causing clickbait. I'm done. Everybody I've mentioned can go fuck yourself. You are the problem, not part of the solution. You are hindering progress rather than promoting progress. You are reinforcing divisiveness rather than promoting unity. You're conflating things without fact and you're making them seem like it is the voice of a nation that is behind you in support of your sentiments. All of those things are wrong and incorrect. And if you had an ounce of integrity about you, you would stop doing it, apologize for the garbage that you've published, and find something better 
to do with your time than that. You know, like reviewing the latest Call of Duty Kellen or telling us what's next with the HTC Vive. Because on social issues, on investigative journalist measures, I don't want to hear from a video game enthusiast horse hater. You know what I'm saying? 